welcome to Life and Business in Flow. I'm Kate Adamo, mentor, retreat, and podcast host, and this is your soft place to land. An invitation for you to pause, get curious about what you want your life and business to feel like, and redefine what success looks like to you. I've seen and learned so many things in my years as a mentor, and one thing I know for sure is things need to change. I'm here to be that voice of change and to gently nudge you towards doing things differently. Hustling doesn't work. We've all seen it. It leads to burnout and disconnect. I want to help you create space, connect back to yourself, and set up solid foundations in your life and business. It's time to be open to the possibility of doing things differently and authentically. It's time for life and business to be in flow. Hello and welcome to episode 52 of the podcast. Now today I wanted to talk about um, support in your business or holding on to your support too long, maybe not delegating in the correct way. So I want to have a bit of a, a chat about it um, because it's something I've seen coming up a lot uh, with clients of late. And I know I've touched on it and did an episode on it probably 18 months ago and it's sort of popped up here and there over the last couple of years. But I think it's something worth reflecting on again um, because it's still something that's just so, so prevalent. And um, I've been working with a new client recently. We've um, had two sessions and she owns um, sort of a bigger business with with a handful of staff. And just looking at what's been happening in that business and I guess the, you know, you start from quite a small business as we all do to just a little bit of growth and a first hire and some casuals and then full-time staff, depending on your business model. And then all of a sudden it's grown really quickly. You haven't maybe had a chance to go and put some of the process in place, which is another story and, and, and another common challenge um, of, of the growth beyond, you know, growing, you know, too quickly to have that um, system in place behind you. So what was what I was seeing in this business is that some of the staff were um, maybe in the wrong roles for their skills. The owners were potentially you know, holding on to too many things. Cause it's like, well, I can't let go of that because I'm the business owner and I need to do that. And I can't delegate that to staff. Well, that actually isn't the case. And we spent a significant amount of time really unpacking, you know, the, the truth behind that and what that could actually look like and who are all the members of the team and what are their true strengths and who could sit better in certain positions in the business to, to best support the owner. Because, you know, along with a lot of the people that come to me, they almost probably leave it a bit too late and they're just that little bit burnt out. And so we're having to go back and reset a lot of things because she needs a bit of space to, to heal and to really slow things down because her body is just not, not supporting her at the moment. It's been pushed to its edges for too long and the nervous system is just shot along with a few other things. So we, we really reflected on how could we extract her from a little bit of, from the business who could step up and into what position and how could they just better support her to take away like A, B and C and have that be a role that someone's just managing all of that and she's overseeing as need be? Um, are there team members that we need to be managing out of the business? Are there people we need to bring into the business? Is there some changes in roles? And and sometimes it's it's one of those things that, you know, we just keep going and we don't often get the chance to reflect on it because we're so exhausted and thought of that as like, well, where do I even start? So I'm probably not going to, and just keep going where things are at. And, and every business is different. And, you know, some people do prioritize that and some, you know, there's a lot of people pleasing that comes into play and it's like, well, I, I don't want to let them go, or I don't want to change the position, or I don't want to, you know, upset the pecking order of all the people in the team and 
all of these thoughts and fears and limiting beliefs come up. But by doing that, you are doing yourself such a disservice and you're also affecting the, I guess, the um, the growth of your team. And it is important to, in some way, be building our replacements and having those people coming up behind us that we can step up and grow into the business in different ways in that creative director or overseeing or creating other offerings on the side. But we can't do that when we're in the trenches. And it also leads to, I guess, sometimes a stagnation of our team and that they're not growing um, and that they're not really getting that, you know, extra tasks or extra growth. And you can just see some of them really thrive and flourish when you put them into that role and they get to feel like I've been given more autonomy, like the business owner really trusts me. I can actually step into this role and it's mine. There's a different sense of pride. There can be a different buy-in. Um, there can just be a different, um, just, you know, from them being an employee who was just a little bit flat and doing a good job, but maybe a little bit lost to just seeing them re-engaged and re-energized in your business and coming to you with new ideas because they're in a role that really best suits their personality type and their strengths rather than trying to be the jack of all trades, which, you know, we probably try and push everyone to be a little bit. And even in, in my business, I'm refining and just making sure like the girls do a great job, but like just who's doing exactly what and let's not having some double up on a few things and bringing in a little bit more support and just, you know, changing a few little things there over the next couple of months. Nothing, you know, major, but just a few little tweaks to just think, right, how could things be just running that little bit more effectively and smoothly and less sort of crossover on, on a few things. And it's something that I guess I just wanted to flag with you to reflect on this, whether you're, uh, you have full-time staff, whether you have casual or freelance or, or contracted support, um, whatever capacity that looks like in your business is there a chance to refine the role, to um, step them up and to add more things, to to bring more people into your business, to release some that you've been, you know, trying to support and grow, but I have becoming a bit of a, you know, a toxic cancer in the business, because that's another thing. Sometimes we hold on to people for far too long in our businesses. And I'm seeing this with a few of my clients and it just starts to you know, rot from the inside out. The other team, the rest of the team are just, you know, upset and not themselves and, you know, treading on eggshells and anxious. And and I've been in environments like that and it just affects your health, happiness, mental health, and just everything so much. So it's something to reflect on. If you do have people in your business that are causing you grief, manage that the right way, give them all of the chances. And if it's just something that there is still friction and you have anxiety about this particular person in your business, because I've heard that from a few business owners recently, I have so much anxiety that they're coming back from holidays, or I've got so much anxiety um, of just the way that they make me feel um, or, or the way that they treat me. And it's like, you were bringing this person into our business to support us. Why would we accept someone making us feel less than or anxious or stressed in our business? Or we can't sleep because we're worried about, you know, something that they might say or do or how they might be treating your clients. So I think there might be, you know, a reflection there of, is it time to, to release anyone from the team as well? And, and on the other side of that is, are we waiting too long to hire? And I think that's an episode I did some time ago, but, there's a lot of people who just think, well, it's going to be so much more work. Like I've got to, I've got to think about everything. I've got to create everything for them. Like it's too much work. I'm sure I get it. Like, you know, I felt like that it was four years ago when I first brought Amy onto my team. And now I've since got Eliza and Rochelle and, you know, they're all doing great things in the business and, and helping me move things forward. But 
there's no way that I could do the things that I'm doing without having a support team. And and as I say to my clients, you can't be the receptionist and the creative director, like something's got to give you, you know, you can't do every single thing. And sure, the first year or two in business, um, that's harder to afford and you're still working things out and you're still, you know, trying to get the income to well, pay yourself first before you can even pay someone else. I, I totally get that. Um, and I think I had my first hire 18 months into my business. It's probably about six months too late. I think I would have loved to have had someone sooner because without that, I couldn't do, you know, the podcast and the retreats and the newsletter and these other products that I'm creating and be able to work with as many clients as I do. Like there's no way I could do all the things and be going, have you got your zoom link? And here's your invoice and trying to figure out how to, how to edit a podcast episode. Like I I don't have the time or the space for that. And that's not my best use of time. I really want to sit in my zone of genius and finesse the whole back end of the business and, and, you know, looking at the growth strategy of the next couple of years of some really, you know, beautiful and important things that I want to create. So I don't want you to think that it's, it's going to be a chore. It's going to be hard work. Sure. There's training and there's onboarding and there's, you know, contracts and agreements and passwords and, you know, there's things it takes a minute, but it's not as bad as you think it's going to be. And the longer it takes you to actually bring someone into the team, if you are still flying solo, the more that it's slowing you down and the more you're in the trenches with the little things. And I I know there's a fear around how much will it cost? And that's going to be, you know, out of my income and all of the story, but it's actually stopping you from making money because you're so in the trenches of the trivial, but important things that you don't have the capacity to expand and step into the other things that might be making you more money. And if you do work at an hourly rate, say a designer, and you only can do 10 or 15 hours a week of billable hours, and a couple of that is taken up in admin, that doesn't really make sense at your hourly rate versus theirs. So if you've been thinking about hiring a VA or or seeking support, I really encourage you to do it, to just start putting the wheels in motion, making a list of who could I bring into my business? What would that look like? What are the biggest pain points at the moment? What are taking me the most time? Where am I really slow? Do I need to refine the process? Could I have someone handling part of the onboarding for me? Because if I had someone taking care of that for me, what more could I actually achieve and how much more could I move this business forward? And that might be whether they're freelance or, or casual or or full-time or whatever capacity it is in whatever your business model is. I think hiring is something to really reflect on over these coming months. And I know that there's also a lot of people in the position that they've had someone and they've had to let them go. And I know that's just as heartbreaking as well, because you've done all that you can to try and hold them. And there's some businesses that are struggling and have had to release staff. And I guess a lot of that comes down to, you know, cash flow and pricing and being really, really across the, the fundamentals and foundations of the business and how often you're invoicing and being on top of all of that. There's so many layers to this and, and it can all make such a big impact. But if we are really across the foundations of our business and we're making the money and the business is continuing to grow or you would like to grow it more, that's sometimes impossible to do without some extra support. So I hope that that helps. I hope that there's something for you to reflect on today. Um, I'm coming up, you know, in a couple of months, six years in my business. And as I said, I've had support for, it'll be about four ish of that, um, of that six years. And it's something that I will always have. I will always have a couple of people in my team, you know, how many that looks like two, three, four, five, depending on, on what it will be and what capacity it is, because we can't do everything. I'm not going to be the person who says I can figure out every single thing because I don't need to be. And that wastes so much of my time and energy, not sitting in my zone of genius. And, 
you know, if things aren't lighting us up and it doesn't feel good, it's going to drain our energy. So we're better off finding people who are better at that than us and have the time to do it, have the skill set to do it and to take care of that for us. And just to make sure that people are in the right spots in your business. It makes all the difference in the motivation, the clarity, the work, just things moving forward. And another thing that I wanted to say on that is that sometimes it can be really hard when we're in the trenches of it ourselves. And it can be really important to have external support, whether it be a mentor, a friend, a partner, someone external to it, to hold a bit of a mirror up and go, well, hang on a minute. This is what it looks like now, but does it need to look like this in the future? And one thing I've seen, you know, doing this for some time now is just that, oh, I didn't see it that way. I didn't think of it like that. You know, thank you for showing me there was another way because we get so stuck or so fixated because we're trying to do all the different things on top of the client work that sometimes the other thoughts and ways of doing things just don't drop in because we don't have the space. If there's, you know, structural issues in your business or or challenges that you're really struggling with of who do I hire? What does that person look like? How could I best be running this? I need to slow things down or I need a bit of space to work on my health. Um, please just connect because I love helping people with this and just really refining of what that, um, what that business model could look like and who the humans are that need to be in there supporting you in that so that you can best do the work that you love doing and what you're here to do and have them supporting with some of the tasks that may not be your strength, but are just equally as important in your business. Hope it resonates. Love to hear if it has, or if it's just got you to reflect on something in your business have just gone, right, it's time to hire. I'm done. I need to bring someone in or there's someone that really needs to be removed or somewhere in the middle of that. But I hope that it helps until next time. Take care. 